three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. serving thank you so much for everything you do for this country even when it has fallen uh, short of what we should be doing for you this is your humble host hunter here i've got a quick review here for the latest uh john krasinski joint uh, <laughs> in a quiet place part two which he also uh, wrote uh, produced and directed so since this is a sequel obviously i'm going to be spoiling Uh, The first film, which I, so quick story, I didn't review the first A Quiet Place when it came out. I got a screener for it and went, oh, John Krasinski wrote a movie. That's fucking awesome. And it's horror. I will get around to this at some point. And it was one of those things I kept putting off, putting off, putting off. And I finally watched it about a year ago uh, for the first time and went, son of a bitch, I should have watched this earlier. (laughs) And and it, it actually, I think it was actually a closer. I think it was actually now. That I think about a week or two after my worst of or my best of list of 2018, that I even apologized to the film and said, "I'm sorry. I should have seen this earlier. It would have been on my list." As we now are at a quiet place part two, and as we're starting to slowly come out of the pandemic, thank God. Get your shots, by the way, everyone. As we're coming out of the pandemic. It's really fascinating that this movie being delayed in the fashion it was, how it plays really brilliantly as a mirror and as a look into how things felt at points during the pandemic. You know, the isolation and in the quiet, even though we don't have uh, monsters chasing us around, you know, unless they're people not wearing masks. Yes, you heard me. But outside of that, that was really the only monsters we we had to fear outside of, you know, incompetent politicians. But it was fascinating to watch this movie coming out of the pandemic and going, wow, OK, I, I really appreciate the way that you went ahead and uh, it went ahead and set up this world or continued to expand this world. So I'm going to dance around this film quite a bit as far as plot points, because this is one of those films that I really do believe that people need to go out and see. I saw it with my partner, Alea, who I adore and love so, so much. We watched the first one on Saturday morning when we went and uh, before we went and saw the second one because she hadn't seen the film and she was blown away by it. She was like, wow, that was fucking incredible. So going to part two, I was really excited because part one's fresh in our minds, but also because while I've been less than enthusiastic at points about if you need to go see something in the theater, this is a movie that I truly believe warrants the theater experience. Just seeing it with Alea, I do wish it would have been nice to have maybe, you know, a group of us. Obviously, you know, we're not at a point yet where we should be doing that, but seeing it with the group of people we haven't had in our theater made the, the the made the experience even more fun and more uh more thrilling uh more thrilling and that was something I was really happy about being back in the theater. So, with that said, as far as where this movie takes place and kind of what happens, I really appreciate the fact 
and you can tell from the uh, first trailer that they showed, this movie goes ahead and it starts off at day one. Um, as, as far as the whole, I don't want to say pandemic, but fine, I'll just say pandemic for this case. But it goes ahead and starts off on day one. And that was something about A Quiet Place Part 1 that I appreciated so much is that it kind of just throws you into the action. And, you know, you get little little nuggets here and there kind of filling in what you think might have happened. Here, the movie doesn't lay out every single thing that occurs to lead to the world that has been established. And you know what? I actually appreciate that. I appreciate the fact the film kind of goes, all right, a bomb went off. It's kind of all you need to know. Doesn't need, don't need to know if it's an atomic bomb or who launched it or anything like that. It is just a very straightforward, a bomb went off, that sucked, and it went ahead and caused all this mayhem. And the thing that I really have to give John Krasinski a lot of credit for is when you feel and when you get to the when you get to the whole fallout and the world really falling to disarray. It's amazing how uh, uh, Krasinski's character Lee, how you know he's there uh, with Evelyn, of course Emily Blunt and their kids, you know Reagan and uh, Marcus. It's amazing how quickly it goes from oh my god, this is so like they're playing baseball, the great American pastime, isn't this sweet? How quickly it goes from that to oh shit, the world is on fire and we have to run. And the true sense of panic that that first scene captures, it is fucking perfect. And it does an incredible job of setting the tone for what we're going to go ahead and end up seeing. So again, without getting too much into spoilers or anything, really all this movie is about is Evelyn and Reagan and Marcus all going ahead. They discover someone from their past. Uh, Emmett, who's played by Cillian Murphy. You, of course, know him as Scarecrow in uh, the Nolan trilogy. You know him from 28 Days Later, Inception, Sunshine, to name a few films. One of my favorite actors working. I think the man is fucking wonderful. And, of course, Peaky Blinders is probably what you know him from most recently. But seeing Cillian Murphy, I'm always excited to see him. And I went, oh, hell yeah, you're in this? Cool. And he really takes over the, the Lee role in this movie and there is this really incredible bad ass uh, subplot that we get between him and a uh, Regan who's played by a uh, Melissa uh I'm gonna butcher your name I'm sorry Melissa St. Simmons and she actually is a deaf uh is a deaf actress in case you weren't aware and seeing her in this she just has this the thing i love about this movie is how the kids evolve and i'm gonna leave it at that without spoiling anything else because the kids really step up in a way that i went this feels natural given the world they're living in i love the fact that there is more focus on the kids emily blunt is emily blunt a we've i've talked about and raved about her uh this movie will definitely be better than jungle cruise but but seeing Emily Blunt in this and being that that mother who is obviously struggling with the loss of her husband. And can we say too that sacrifice that Lee gives to save his family at the end of the first quiet place is so incredibly well done. And I just I love I love how that scene was played out. There's a great sequence in here involving their new baby, Evelyn's new child, and a creature being right in the area of this baby and Evelyn having to sneak the kid out. It, the 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 scenes of tension here 
in this film are right there of the first film. There is a scene where Evelyn is going ahead and trying to escape to this, uh, to go ahead and get into this, basically the safe, essentially, almost Army of the Dead style. And there's this water falling behind her, and you see the creature peek out through the water. And it's an incredibly badass shot. And these films kind of make me like Signs less, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, because it's this movie doesn't have a crazy big budget, neither did the first one, but it really is impressive. Uh, it really is impressive in how Krasinski and his co-writer Scott Beck they are, they know how to go ahead and do the work. They know how to go ahead and set the tone and build tension without using a lot of CGI effects. Most of the most of the atmosphere and everything, your brain's filling in the blanks. The film does a very good job of just you know letting a creek pop up here. Maybe the monster. A shadow of the monster pops up here. I would say the monsters are more involved and they're shown more here than they are in the first film. But even still, they're not just showing the monsters every, you know, every five seconds. A lot of this is so atmospheric, which is really how it should be. And I really appreciate that. I also appreciate that, of course, they have, um, they mention, or that it's common knowledge that uh, Reagan is, uh, is deaf. Is deaf or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, that she's deaf, and the fact that they, the family, all learn sign language before this even happens. So by them actually doing what they should be doing and catering to their child, making sure that she's you know literally or, or figuratively heard, it prepared them for this incredibly tragic event with the world falling. That was something I just I loved. There is a scene or a sequence in that opening scene on day one. Or this person's cell phone goes off. The chaos that occurs because of that, and I won't spoil it, but the chaos that occurs because of the cell phone, it <laughs> it really should be one of those. This is what happens if you play, if you have your phone on during the <laughs> during the movie, you know, a creature will jump out and get you. I I love that. I love that so fucking much. And again, it really plays to the whole tension of of the film at large. So Without getting too much into spoilers, there's there's a death near the end of this film that I just went, that's really unnecessary. And it, it, and it kind of mirrors a death that happens on day one. And I believe when you guys, uh, when you all see it, you'll go, oh, this is what Hunter's talking about. That part's very, that, that part irritated me. I, I won't even lie. It was one of those things I just went, ah, really? Of all the people, okay. So that irritated me, this this thing. Outside of that, there's really, a, oh yeah, and there's something with a boat that just as far as plot and kind of where this boat ties into the film, I went, that's, that's unrealistic as far as the time frame of this boat getting to this point to cause this trouble. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that. When I think about everything else about the film, the cinematography is amazing. The score, it's more, uh, it's definitely used more here, but it's used to very, uh, to a very good, uh, used to very enhancing effect. It feels like the score is earned, uh, even though there is more music and less silence, I would say, in this film than in the first one. I didn't have an issue with that, though, because the score very much knows when to come in and when to drop out. Um, I really love that. There's a scene as well with uh, Reagan and Emmett in a train 
and she talks about telling him to enunciate and i won't spoil how the rest of that scene goes but i love 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 the way that whole scene uh plays out there's also a scene with uh there's a also a couple transition scenes there's a scene where uh where uh, evelyn is holding a uh oxygen tank and she has a gun in her hand in the other and there's a sequence that flips back between something else that's occurring in the in the film that i went Oh, I fucking love that. That's a very interesting, that's a very great transition. Uh, I really loved how that was done. And it's done a couple times in the film. And then the only other complaint that I really have is there is this notion of almost feral humans brought up. It's a really interesting notion that's introduced. And I understand that they're not going to, you know, answer every question I have in the second film because Krasinski and Blunt have both said this was intended to be a trilogy. So I believe it'll probably be closer to two hours, I would say, for the third of Quiet Place, which the script apparently is already done. But I would have liked some context on that because these people kind of just show up and it definitely get the film gives you an idea of how they got to where they are as far as their you know position and everything but never really gives you any follow-up on that and i that would have been something i would have actually liked to have seen more of so that was a little irritating to me but those are minor gripes really nothing that was enough to make me you know to to break you know to break the film for me or for me to be too pissed off so yeah i i was i i really enjoyed this this is something that i will tell people hey you should watch this and let's be real how many times does a sequel to anything even come close to the original quality of the first film let alone even be in the same ballpark. So while I didn't like this as much as the first A Quiet Place, I still enjoyed the hell out of this. And it's something I will be buying when it comes out. I bought A Quiet Place on Saturday so we could watch it. And this is something I'll buy in 4K when it comes out. I might go see this again. My friend, uh, uh, my, my friend Jesse even was like, hey, you want to go see this with me? I might go see it with him on Tuesday, uh, which would be tomorrow. But Really enjoyed this. So this is a solid. I'm gonna give this a solid A minus. I I really you know what I'm gonna give this a solid A because I I'd probably give the first one if not an A plus a fan fucking tastic. So I'm gonna say this is just like a, like a step below. Not even a large step. It's a tiny step. It's still right there. Solid A for this film. Definitely worth something. You should uh, definitely worth your time. Go out and see us in theaters. Uh, get vaccinated for the love of God so we can all go back outside. But absolutely enjoyed this film so it's all day for me but quiet place part two everyone have you seen it what did you think let us know in the comments you can follow yours truly on the twitter at j hunter real pineapple you can follow scott on twitter at nearman the first don't forget to like share and subscribe uh pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts uh soundcloud apple and google podcasts podbean stitcher and iHeartRadio, spotify amazon music and tune up at the real pineapple as well don't forget to like our pages on facebook at the real pineapple that's r-e-e-l pineapple and real pineapple games uh i'm gonna be hopping on twitch here soon so make sure you'll have both pages like so i can uh, you can stay up to date on that info as well everyone thank you so much for listening uh we're gonna have reviews coming up here soon uh because tomorrow june 1st is my birthday whoop whoop 
So to celebrate my birth month, we're just going to go ahead and review outside of, you know, new releases. We're just going to review stuff that I'm a fan of. So going to review, obviously reviewing the Fast and Furious films up to Fast, uh, up to Furious 7, uh, leading up to Fast 9 uh, later this month. But haven't decided what else we're going to review, but we're going to just review some random fun stuff that I enjoy. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. And we'll talk to you soon.